Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Eddie, and welcome to Living Life. Uh, today we are studying for September 28th, and it's giving to great tasks. And one of the things that we're all challenged by as people in ministry and even at the personal level is giving. And it's always a challenge for us to help others, exhort others to give. And it's also a challenge for ourselves to be generous and to give. So I hope this study today will encourage you and open your eyes and show you new things on how to give. So let's look at the passage, 1 Chronicles 29. First Chronicles chapter 29, verses 1 through 9. Then King David said to the whole assembly, My son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. The task is great, because this palatial structure is not for man, but for the Lord God. With all my resources I have provided for the temple of my God, gold for the gold work, silver for the silver, bronze for the bronze, iron for the iron, and wood for the wood, as well as onyx for the settings, turquoise, stones of various colors, and all kinds of fine stone and marble, all of these in large quantities. Besides, in my devotion to the temple of my God, I now give my personal treasures of gold and silver for the temple of my God, over and above everything I have provided for this holy temple. Three thousand talents of gold, gold of Ophir, and seven thousand talents of refined silver, for the overlaying of the walls of the buildings, for the gold work and the silver work, and for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now who is willing to consecrate themselves to the Lord today? Then the leaders of families, the officers of the tribes of Israel, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and the officials in charge of the king's work gave willingly. They gave toward the work on the temple of God 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. Anyone who had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the temple of the Lord in the custody of Jehiel the Gershonite. The people rejoiced at the willing response of their leaders, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced greatly. You know, today's lesson can really teach us about giving, not only to encourage other people in our ministries to be more giving and generous of their time, treasure, and talent, but it also will encourage us as individuals how we need to give more uh, with a lot of generosity. What I love about today's story is that King David begins in 1 Chronicles 29 uh, laying out a great vision. Uh, David is a great leader, and basically he lays out two things. The first thing that he does is he announces to the people, he announces to the leadership that uh, his son Solomon is still young. So what David is doing is he's inviting the people to take ownership and come and help him, to come and help him and help his son Solomon to build the temple. 
In other words, David didn't come in saying, well, here's the vision, here's the plan, this is what I'm going to do, or this is what my son Solomon is going to do, and we're going to build this great temple. He doesn't do that. He comes to the people, and he makes himself vulnerable. He comes to the people, and he asks them for help. He says to them, my son Solomon is still young and inexperienced, so let's come alongside Solomon, and let's help him to accomplish this great task. So that's one of the biggest lessons and the biggest challenges for us as leaders. Uh, in ministry, many times, we try to do things all by ourselves. You know, we feel that we are the equipped ones. We feel that we are the anointed ones. We feel that we have all the expertise to get the job done. And sometimes we forget to invite people to help us. Sometimes we forget to offer our people in our congregation or in our ministries uh, a sense of ownership. And this is exactly what David does from the get-go. And then the next thing that David does that's just really awesome and really amazing is that David uh, provides all the resources. David provides all the gold and all the silver. So when Solomon is of age and when Solomon becomes king and it's his first task to build this magnificent palace for God, uh, Solomon doesn't have to worry about engaging in battles, going to war, finding gold, bringing silver from afar. Solomon didn't have to do any of that because David provided all the gold and all the silver. So basically, David set up his son. He set up the next generation. He set up the next group of leaders with all the resources that they would need to get the job done. And that's just an amazing example of what kind of man uh, King David was. And then David continues to blow me away by his example and what a great leader he was. The next thing he starts to do is he starts leading by example. Yes, they gathered gold, they gathered silver, they gathered tribute from other nations, from all their conquests. But then David begins to lead by example. He begins to give out of his own personal inventory. He starts giving of his own money, his own gold, his own silver, and he is leading by example to all the people. And you know what, my friend? That is contagious. And when the people and his leaders and his commanders and his military men saw that David was investing his own money, his own time, treasure, and talent into the future building of this temple, this palace for God, guess what they started to do? Then the leaders, right, the elders, the deacons, the leadership team, they also began to start giving gold and silver and all kinds of precious stones. And then it didn't stop there. This contagious fever of generosity actually spread to the people, you know, and the people weren't rich, the people weren't wealthy, so they gave out of their need, and the people then began bringing and heaping gold and silver and precious stones for the future building of this temple. And, uh, you know, that's really what I love about this uh, amazing story that the people eventually started to give freely, and it all started with King David vision, giving them ownership, inviting them to take part, and then it was contagious. He started giving, his leaders started giving, and then the people started giving. Now, let's apply it to today. 
Many times today, people feel that in church or in churches, that we have to force people to give, we have to coerce people to give, we have to tell them to give. But the example that we see here in the Bible is that no one did that. David did not plead for them to give. David did not coerce them to give. David did not teach a sermon series for a month on stewardship. Uh, he laid out a beautiful vision. He led by example. He gave the people ownership. And then the people were just so excited and happy to give to a great task. If people see that there's a great task or a great project or a great vision, they're going to give. And uh, you're not going to have to force them to give. They'll just do it out of the abundance of their heart. So that's a great study. So uh, let's conclude. As we close, uh, let's just keep in mind, you know, that people today are willing to give to important tasks and projects. You know, people are willing to invest and to sacrifice. People are willing to be generous of their resources, their time, treasure, and talent, if it's for a cause that they believe in, if it's for a vision that's just a grand vision. So I pray that this study today has encouraged you to have an exciting and fresh vision for your church, for your ministry, because that will really uh, inspire people to give and to be generous. We don't have to coerce them. We don't have to force them. When they see a great task, you know, through God's spirit, they're going to be willing to sacrifice and give of their time. Uh, so let's pray and let's ask the Lord's blessing on this study and just ask him to continue to inspire us as leaders and to inspire our people in our churches and in our ministries. So let's pray. Heavenly Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. We thank you for your word. And I believe today that uh, the word in this study uh, was a very important word that some of us needed to hear. And we as leaders, many times we struggle because we want uh, our people to give more of their time, of their treasure, of their talent. And sometimes uh, we're discouraged because sometimes we're unwilling to give uh, our time, treasure, and, and, and talent ourselves. But Lord, through your word today, we've learned that when there is a vision, when there is purpose, when there is a great task, that people, your people, God's people, will be more than willing to jump in, take ownership, and to give freely and, gen and generously. So we pray, Lord God, that you would just loose that spirit of generosity in our churches, in our ministries, in our small groups, Lord God, that the church would continue to lead by example in the world today, that we are willing to give, Lord God, not only our time, treasure, and talent, but we would be willing to lay down our lives for others as Jesus Christ did. And we ask you all this in the blessed and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen.